Hey, welcome. It's the Kingdom Mentor Podcast, all about helping you find your voice, share your voice, and even market your voice. I'm Teresa Croft. I'm so glad you could be with us with this special edition. I say special because you're special. Let's just get real. So I've always have lots on my mind, and I always try to step up to the microphone when I have something that's just not about me, but also maybe has something for you. I say that because I had a major trigger last week, and it's taken me a place to be in a situation where I process it, I can feel it, and then I feel like I have something to share with you. Once again, my losing my husband is not what it's all about. It's not about me. We all have difficulties. We have struggles. We have deaths to deal with. We have challenges. But I gleaned some truths. In fact, I didn't do a podcast last week because I had no truth to glean from. But as I processed this with coffee and Jesus, or I should say Jesus and coffee, I gleaned some truths that I hope I may share with you after this trigger. So go ahead, get a cup of coffee. Let's talk. This is what it was stemming from. My favorite preacher, my favorite father of the faith, my favorite teacher from Bethel Reading, Bill Johnson, he lost his wife to cancer. She'd been struggling for quite some time, if, if you know and follow that situation with them. But losing such a great kingdom woman of God as Benny Johnson made the day of me finding this out like holy. I didn't want to be careless in anything I posted on social media. I did want not want to go live. I just had to embrace the emotion that it brought for me of losing Dave. And then the emotions, I can only imagine what the Johnson family are feeling. And I just wanted to stay in this quiet place, embracing the moment, embracing my own emotions, and but praying for Bill and his family. I did go online, and I saw such amazing comments, everything from a granddaughter to people who knew them well about Benny. And reading all these tributes about her just shook me to the very core of my being. It's like I felt that loss, even though I'd never met Benny face to face. Her book, The Happy Intercessor, was key to helping me learn how to pray from a place of abiding and not striving. I encourage you to pick that book up sometime. So my thoughts surrounding me for a week went into an email. I had thought of this phrase of a, of a newsletter that I wrote in my blog um, about a month or maybe more so. And it was a word amidst me being by Dave in pain with cancer. And the major word was do the next thing. If you're on my email list, you probably remember that. So I wanted to touch, I was going to touch on this in a podcast anyway. But in reference to do the next thing, this is some of the things I wrote. So this is in an email about a month ago, maybe more. So the past few months I've experienced days of caring for all the daily needs of Dave. Days watching Dave writhe from pain after his twice a week hospital visits for drainings. Days filled with spending time with Will and Anna, my children, 
as I prepared for eye surgery. Being able to see and drive, the highs and the lows, late nights watching either the anguish of Dave, the anxiety of him, or getting up every hour to help him. Basically, I get to a point, I got to a point of complete exhaustion. My only solace is Jesus and coffee. Moments of the Word and His Holy Spirit, words back to me, and texts from dear friends. I started to fret over paperwork and the questions in my mind of how I can provide with certain jobs for the next year. My mind reeled. I felt like I was giving up my dream of my own pursuits with podcasting, the Mentor Academy, media strategists, and some side ventures I had studied with Web3 and It seemed like those were all just vanishing. As I sat in a fit, telling my sister-in-law upstairs, away from the basement, all my questions in my mind, she calmly said, Just trust God, T. Just trust God. Can you relate now to what I was feeling then and still struggle with? Feeling like you're under assault with all sorts of issues on top of your day-to-day duties in front of you. It's like you have been dunked in water, only to be lifted up briefly to catch your breath and then dunked again. Still reading from this email, I said, I wrote, amidst this, even as I sit here and write and knowing I have so much to do at this moment, I came across a phrase that was highlighted to me in a book by Elizabeth Elliot. The phrase, do the next thing. She explained how there's an old legend inscribed in a parsonage in England, somewhere on the seacoast, a Saxon legend that said, do the next thing. It seems to fit the gaping area of the jigsaw puzzle of my life where there needs to be something placed there to make sense amidst this walk with cancer. And close to the end of this email, I wrote, As Dave goes out the door with a son in love love read to hospital for yet another draining, I'm going to do the next thing. Sometimes it's a simple, quiet nap. So if you are at a point of exhaustion and stress with all the uncertainties and hurt in life, will you stop and do the next thing in front of you? Do the next thing. Some days for me, it's simply to do something I love, like writing to you. I believe this basic step will stop the merry-go-around you feel you're on and place you in a sure rest in trusting God. He has this way of slowing down the merry-go-round to help you find peace and joy amidst the busy demands on your life right now as you focus on Him and do the next thing. I realize that's easier to write and talk to you about. So that was the end of my post. As I sit here with thoughts enhanced by a little more truth since that day, I do believe and think that the best next thing I could do is walk out in childlike faith what is set before me. Doing the next thing means being ever present with my emotions to mourn well, 
do the next thing also might mean to stay even more connected to my amazing adult children. So back to Benny Johnson. I discovered she too suffered tremendously from cancer. That made my heart ache for her and for Bill. Brought back a lot of emotions and trauma from watching Dave suffer. I read this powerful quote about Benny from Johnny Enlow about her, and it really, it really mm, made me think about Dave. So this is what Johnny said, Johnny Enlow. He says, one thing I'm sure is that Benny is definitely not gone. She's an even happier intercessor today as she's now seeing from a much better vantage point the outcomes she has been contending for. Johnny goes on to write, My spirit also sees and knows that she remains involved with us as it would be impossible for her to simply move on. When you eat, sleep, and breathe kingdom, there is no moving on. There's only reassignment to a more privileged place of ushering into that kingdom. She is there. Her pain is gone. Her smile is bigger. So, after a night of just pondering things, of reading this quote, and then I get a text from a friend that Bill preached that morning, just three days after the loss of his beloved wife, Benny. So I went to my computer after I wrote my newsletter. I went to my computer and I did the next thing and watched Bill Johnson as he did the next thing, preaching at his home church, Bethel Reading, just days after losing his beloved wife, Benny. I want you to listen to this message, too, from Bill. You can find it on YouTube under the title, Breaking the Bread of My Soul. But may I share a few quotes here to give kind of my context on it. And maybe it'll help you. Remember, it's not about me. The first one thing that he said that, man, I couldn't write fast enough the first time I watched it. He said, biblical mourning must be enhanced with hope or it will lead to unbelief. Bill said that. I'm like, hope. Yeah. I, I need hope. And I know that's what sustains me. But to get that hope, I must continue to mourn. This one hit home. The backslider in heart will always judge God for what he did not do. But those who run with tenderness for who he is will always define him by what he has said, what he has promised, and what he has done. What he has said, what he has promised, and what he has done has been a defining point in me knowing what's the voice of God and what is not. So, I won't lie here, but the there is a mystery to me why Dave had to suffer so much. Third degree burns from October 3rd to then the discovery of cancer, February to then his death, June 5th, 2022. And those days being filled with more traumatic pain, more trauma moments than I could ever think possible. So yes, I'm dealing with the trauma. And I don't want to make this about me, okay? But some words Bill gave me, gave in this message, it's like he gave me a hook to hang my hope hat on, my heart on. Bill said this, 
The level of revelation God gives you will always be equal to the measure of mystery you're willing to live with. The inability to live with mystery is your resistance to childlikeness. So, I do want to have this childlike faith. Childlike faith in the midst of the questions, in the midst of the fire, in the midst of judgment. I like what Bill said. He says, there is an aspect of his presence you can only find in the valley of the shadow of his presence. And I will say I've found a new presence as I've sat with my coffee and Jesus, turning the worship music on first before I turn my coffee on and just soak, just let him minister to me. The Word, these version devotions by Norma, who has an empowerment. She just goes by Norma, I think, with Eternity Matters, and just one after one, Norma and her losing her husband, and the, the death that brought open an open door for her to speak and to write so powerfully to help people like me, maybe people like you. Go search you version for her. Norma, man, so blessed for those who've walked those plans walk those roads and I think that's if anything the essence of why I like to come to you and share it's Norma with Eternity Matters if you search that on YouTube I mean excuse me on Facebook or on version, the Bible app you'll find some amazing material but these final thoughts where listening to Bill, I, I heard him explain some things. He says, where we grab our moments and give our most difficult thing, we yield, we break that which is priceless and say, it's all for you. And he says, I'm all for you. I'll end all this with my prayer amidst my place of mourning. And it's simply this quote Bill said, He entrusts himself to those who embrace mystery, live as a child, be a true worshiper, not make it about themselves, but make it about honoring and glorifying Jesus. So you can join me, whatever you're going through. Embrace the mystery. Live with that childlike faith of trust. Trust Him. Be a true worshiper, a worshiper who worships while he waits, worships in the process, worships in the end, worships with a worship hat on. When you walk out the door, you still have a heart about you. I realize this does not have to be a physical death you're dealing with. It may be a death to a dream, death to a, a friendship, death to an idea. I just simply say where there is death if we if, if we lift it up to God and he plants it you know you plant a seed and what comes up new life so I'm looking for moments of new life and new ventures out of a death but I believe in that principle of sowing and reaping so I'm going to sow where I go maybe in a podcast maybe over coffee with a friend and you can too. Once again, I encourage you to watch that word by Bill Johnson. You can find it under YouTube under the title of Breaking the Bread of My Soul. 
bring a piece of paper and write some of the words that touch you. I'm just sharing a few. There were some real intimate moments in that word that I have not processed yet, so I'm just not going to touch on it. I think you're okay with that. I'm still processing it. About living with a passion for holiness and endurance. I'm still processing that. Asking God to show me how to do that where I'm at. All right, my friend. Please feel free to share this. Subscribe or write a review, not for a pat on the back, but for so more people can see this and hear it. Uh, by the way, you can find more episodes in one place at ikingsmedia.com forward slash podcasts. I'll talk to you in my next episode of the Kingdom Mentor Podcast.